So, welcome back to the Let's Talk Business podcast. We're here for episode one. I've got D. Yalo Williams from Develop Media here, and obviously um, Kyle as well. So, what we're going to be doing today, first of all, guys, how how have you guys been in terms of like business? How's business been recently? Business has been good. Um, you know, since season one of the podcast, uh, business has gotten stronger and stronger. I've gotten a lot more clients. Um, diversified the types of work I'm doing as well. So I'm doing a lot more, you know, rather than just doing residential and commercials, I'm doing like end of tenancies. I've expanded into doing um, laundry, weirdly enough. <laughs> that's a funny one, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned that before. Is that, that That's money though, I'm assuming. That's yeah, of, um... I mean, yesterday I, I wouldn't disclose the amount, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would... you, know, you know, you can just put a couple hands up behind the camera, you know, so yeah no um you know i was at uh, a property and um, i was tasked with washing all the, uh doing the laundry for like all the bedding in the house uh towels everything um i was there for a good six seven hours mm. so yeah um so i'm working on developing that basically um um, as well, I've just bought a window cleaning machine as well. Um, that's another area of the business I want to expand into. So yeah, I've just been, you know, expanding the business, perfecting the craft, getting new clients in, um, thinking up ways as well to like um, keep my 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 current client base um, interactive. You know, I don't want them to feel like it's impossible to to get in contact or whatever. So not know what's going on. Yeah, or the business. Yeah. yeah so yeah. one thing I've been um, meaning to discuss with you about actually is like um, potentially doing like some videos on like cleaning hacks and stuff like that. I feel like that could be a good look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, business has been good for me. I can't complain. No, that's good. What about you, D? kind of took a bit of a step back just to kind of understand um, what, where I want to kind of go with my business mm. and um, really focus on specific areas that need to be covered. Let me move a bit closer to the mic. Sorry, and, say that um, again. Yeah, I just, I, I, I've, I've taken like a few months just to kind of work on what I need to focus on and just become a lot more aware and understand things that need to kind of be in place to to run a, a, a successful business and um, just I've, I've really just been trying to get back into the creative process as well so um, just just figuring out things that I can do in my spare time to keep me motivated with, with creating content and things like that and just always not relying on just solely like jobs that I get to put out work, like going out, developing stuff, because you know it's, it's in the name develop, so mm. <laughs> we gotta stay developing things and and um, yeah, really just finding. Um, I wouldn't say a passion for it, cause I still I still got a passion for it, but more of a a bit a bit of a consistent creative process. Of putting stuff out so cool yeah man. just looking at different avenues to kind of work upon myself and and the business as well and what what can make me stand out to other people mm. yeah. fair enough and how about you Corey how's business been for you man it's been hard I'm not even gonna lie to you <laughs> <laughs> straight in the deep end no life check what have you got yourself into now <laughs> boy I mean no where, where where to begin where to begin I've had um I've had, uh, well, um, there's been disputes with clients, first of all. Disputes with clients. Like, first of all, um, with that, it was a strange one. Mm. So I've been working with this client from, say, let's say November of last year. Mm. And it was only to build a simple website. That was what was described, simple website. But for some strange reason, this person did not want to pay. <laughs> We've all been there. We've <laughs> yeah, exactly. all got this that person, one client. This person yeah. just really didn't want to pay. Um, I told them that I wasn't going to do any more work until I'd been paid. Um, they then decided to threaten me. I got threats. Mm. 
they brought things like my race into it all loads of, loads of different stuff it was really unprofessional and to be honest i realized that it's just not something that i want to that person wasn't somebody that i wanted to work with basically i didn't want to work with somebody who conducted themselves in an unprofessional manner sure. so yeah I've, I've had to um cut ties with clients um just outside of ardent business solutions um one of well i've had a i've mentioned it before in the podcast where i've had like a swimming role i've been a swimming coach for what 10 years since i was what 16 yeah young young exactly yeah. um since i was 16 and um basically due to no fault of my own because i've got my own session and i run my own classes to be honest i'm pretty much my own manager like nobody mm. really tells me or like directs me in any kind of way um i found out that they because of a dispute between directors that I'd actually be losing my role. It's crazy. Yeah, man. And again, I've been doing this for 10 years. I had no idea. Didn't see it coming. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but I wasn't too upset about it. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's because obviously I have, well, I've got two other forms of income mm-hmm. um, outside of that one. Yeah, but do you know what comes to this? You outgrow yeah. your previous yeah. um, jobs. Like I, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for the money. It was mm-hmm. never a financial thing for me. Yeah. Obviously, now I've realised that there's a financial hit that I've taken. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was never about the money. I was all about like the community, the group that I was mm-hmm. working with. I liked the young people that I was working with. So it's um it's 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 a strange one. It's a it's a strange outcome. But it's also weird because it's now like, what do I do next? Yeah. yeah. It's now like, what do I do now? I've got all this free time. What am I going to spend this free time doing? I've I've lost potentially some money coming in. What am I going to do to make that money back up? You know. And it's it's been a strange one because that's what I've been thinking about now, mm. and it's thinking about how I'm gonna, uh, what I'm gonna do with my business now to make that money back up. But then also the fact that I was there for ten years and I got complacent. Yeah. I got complacent in working at that place. I never thought that it would ever end unless it ended on my terms. Mm. And I think it was a good wake up call because that's just how normal people think. Exactly. You don't exactly. See it exactly. The job security. I thought I had that. Mm. And it wasn't there, and I kind of it's it's changed my mindset slightly. Yeah. So today, especially, especially when you don't see any signs yeah, of it going exactly, in that direction. Exactly. I had I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. Uh, I found out when I was in the gym. They called me in the phone. Just oh, sorry, mate. So um, basically, your class is cancelled, as just effective like um, from September. I was just like, wow, just like that, <laughs> just like that. And yeah. yeah, that's that's just how it is sometimes. But Kaio, I know you've got some things to say on um, complacency within business and just in life. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you take control. Yeah, no, uh, complacency is an intrinsic flaw that prevents organizations, people from pushing beyond the status quo to achieve exceptional um, success. But as all of us are aware, complacency could come in many different forms, can hit you out of the blue. Definitely. You're never really aware of it. Um, it can be the single most dangerous threat to any business. Like runaway tree roots, complacency can, uh, takes hold of an organization's culture. And the worst part is many companies, leaderships are either slow to recognize it or don't stop it. So this brings me up to a question I have directed at both of you. Have there, obviously I know you've just mentioned it, Corey, mm. but um, in any other point in your business career, have you noticed or have you been um, privy to complacency? Yeah, most definitely. Um, do you want to go first, though, D? Or do you, are you happy with me going first? Yeah, you can go first. Um, it's funny because in... So, obviously, I've got like my full-time role as well, mm. right? It's funny because we have this joke that we used to have when I had like interns or anybody else that used to work with us. And it's that nobody's safe. Yeah. Was, seriously, <laughs> seriously. That's the, that's the saying. The, the directors used to come in. We used to have it put on the wall. Um, it's probably like it's funny. It's funny. Nobody's mm. safe. It's like haha, but at the same time, it's true. Mm. <laughs> Double so. <laughs> so it's like that's sort of always been the mindset. So, and it's strange that that's been my mindset, but in relation to other areas or of my life or within business, I haven't been thinking like that. So it was it was a bit strange for me, but in saying that, yeah, definitely because um, one example I had um, one of my long term clients that I had um, a few years ago, um, I was getting paid quite a lot of money to like handle their marketing. So I'm doing like their social media, I'm doing 
um, like mailers out to people as well. So like mail shots that are going out, um, handling the social media platforms, um, doing video content as well, all of that stuff. And I was doing, I must've been doing it for about eight months and I was getting loads of money. I was, I was so happy and content and I was sitting there thinking, well, I don't even really need to market. Or I don't need to do any of these things because at the end of the day, these guys are paying me. I'm getting paid a lot of money. I'm rich. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't rich, but you, you know, Richer like early, exactly, in the, especially yeah. in the early days. That's yeah, how I felt. Especially the early days, you think, "Wow, yeah. man, this is how it is." Woo. Exactly. I thought I was making money, and I think sometimes I get like that when I've got a few clients. That when I get like an abundance of work mm. as well. So say loads of people are coming to me for logos. Loads of people are like, oh, yeah, I need a website. I need a website here. Oh, yeah, you know what? I want to refer somebody for a website. Oh, hi, can I speak to you about uh, managing my social media? All these things that are coming in and I'm speaking to people and I'm trying to manage all of that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting the work in. And sometimes I get complacent and I don't think, you know what? I still need to market. I still need to network. I still need to... Mm actively then, yeah. seek new business because and new opportunities when that slows down exactly what, what are you gonna you, do where can you go to yeah, yeah exactly so yeah man i think i've been in situations like that you just have you you either think you have things lined up or have things lined up and then you just kind of get lost in that in that source really. yeah yeah you <laughs> so, do you really do and then you forget your you're thinking of the now or the, the present what's happening in the present and not thinking down the the line where long okay, term. once this is finished what's next mm. so yeah that's 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 the area that i've had to kind of understand as well and being like okay well this is happening now it's great it's good but let me work on what's going to happen next too so i'm not stuck thinking okay wow like so where do i go now after this project's finished so yeah no yeah man i think that's those I, I, I sometimes look at those situations in a good way because it's like okay now I've got downtime for myself to kind of look into what I need to be doing and look a little bit further into where what other areas I can tap into so, mm. yeah but I, I definitely I definitely get that so it's a bit more for you like a term of, a time of like reflection yeah a bit of time of reflection do you but, not see it as a bad thing though if you're if you're a little bit complacent and you're not necessarily thinking of actively seeking new work i think the more you think about it and not kind of act on it then it then it kind of gets to you mm. but um yeah i definitely yeah definitely when you're when you're up and then <laughs> you're not up yeah. <laughs> again yeah. it definitely sits on your mind because you think okay well why is this happening now before i was you know, everything was good. I was, I was comfortable. Things were things were running well, and then you got this dry patch. Yeah. But then you have to be aware of those. It's like seasons. Every season has its ups and downs. And once you're once you kind of understand that, that's that's how the cycle works. You can put things in place to kind of help prevent or make it a little bit easier when those times come around so yeah cool what about you Kaya? yeah i mean i'm no stranger to um the scourge of complacency but um i can remember maybe around the end of filming season one of the podcast um i was getting extreme influx of work like non-stop and i was literally like like you were saying earlier, I'm rich. I've made it. Yes, <laughs> I'm the Bill. I'm the Bill Gates of Croydon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was up there. I thought, yes, this is never gonna end. This is me for the rest of my life. And <laughs> you get so complacent, like you forget you actually need to go out there and, yeah. and put yourself so. out there more. So. You get so comfortable with referrals yeah. sometimes that when the referrals dry up, mm. you're like, hmm, I'm stuck in a rut. Yeah. What do I actually do next? I haven't planned this to happen. Yeah. What do I do now? And it's like how you can just get yourself out of that situation. Um, but yeah, no, that's probably like the worst case of complacency when you actually think work won't dry up. Mm. When you and think it's going to stay that way forever. Yeah. It's and I think once it happens to you, it's good because it's know, an eye opener. Like, yeah. yeah, you you should you, technically learn yeah, from, should, the yeah. first, from the first time you it should, happens. Yeah. You should learn that you know what? Mm. Okay, maybe 
I need to even if it's like doing it on like a smaller level yeah. I need to be like actively marketing or uh, actively marketing or actively like reaching out to people to try and yeah. make sure I've got work, got work coming in or have work in the works mm. so then I'm ready so then if there is a dry spell it isn't yeah. necessarily a dry spell yeah. Or if you do get a large influx, depending on how your business is run, you can spread it out yeah, over the over good. different periods of time and it's stuff good. like that as well. It's, it's good to cast a wide net when it comes to stuff like that because at that current time, the person might not necessarily need your services, mm. but because you've notified them, somewhere down the line, they might come back and be like, okay, um, what, what can we do? Blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's always good to just be very put yourself out there as much as you can that's something that's something I had to learn um, as well and at first it's so uncomfortable to do because you're not used to it but once you get past that it, it becomes a, a little bit easier and then if you continue making those steps um, you kind of forget about it and it just becomes normal in terms of how you're moving so cool my next well in relation to it what do you guys think is probably like we, we've spoken a, kind of like our solutions are like around it but what do you say are like the main things that you do when you get complacent so like I know I know for me like um, just giving you an example um, when I've say for example I've had to I've got some work coming through mm-hmm. and um, I don't necessarily have the time to do all of it now so I'm sitting there going, I've got money. Like the, the, all of these people who want to work with me, that that's money mm. at the end of the day. So I'm sitting there and I might start some jobs or I might do part of, I might like do them in sections. So I might start one, um, speak to somebody about another and move another one to the next month. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, hey, well, you know, it's all still money that I can then go and get and, or it should all come in at a certain point so, in time. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, is that necessarily always the best way to do it? Mm. Is that necessarily the best way to work? Do I necessar- do I need to like outsource it potentially at some oh, point okay. as well? Oh, okay, I see what you mean. So you've, you've people are coming to you, but you've already you're a bit. I'm a bit. I'm a bit busy. You're a bit busy, but you still want to take it on. Yes, is that what you mean? Yeah, okay. of course. Listen, I yeah. want. I want. I want yeah. all the work. You want all the work. It's true. And the thing is, it's hard because if you if you're not aware of how that can kind of set you back, because you you might be working really hard, but not putting in the necessary effort with everybody you everybody. can potentially then yeah. lose out on clients and, and then, lose out on money yeah you can either lose out on money or clients and then you, you might get a bad name because mm. you're not performing to a standard that they're used to seeing work so it's, they might feel a type of way mm. in terms of why is this not on par with what you've done previously so yeah I, I feel like never rush because I, when I first started doing videos I would obviously I take on as much as I can and I might have like three four five videos I've got to edit and I've said to <laughs> I've said to people yeah I'll give it to you this week and then I've said to the other person yeah I'll give it to you this week on this day and in my mind I'm thinking okay I'm gonna finish this edit on that day and then the next edit on this day and then I've done I've, I may have I may, I may have completed it on the days specified or I might have to push it over a few other more days um, because I finished it and I've given it back to the person and they might want to change or so I've got to go back to that work on it a bit more not nothing crazy but mm. so it's just understanding how to manage your time right with certain people as well and prioritise what is important to you and what you're passionate about more over the money I guess because mm. you know money is good but <laughs> just make sure you get it in the right way these <laughs> coming out here with the gems today man. <laughs> coming out here with the gems we might have to um, bring you on here more often <laughs> <laughs> you got anything to add Kyle? yeah no I've got two um, like important processes for me to kind of um, not fall back into complacency um one of them is i've kind of created a formal process to learn from my mistakes um you know learning what i could have done differently challenges me to think right how can i avoid that from happening again because the one thing i feel like i don't want to ever get into is legacy thinking 
So what do you mean by that? Explain. So legacy thinking is basically past accomplishments um, obscuring you from um, pursuing new opportunities. So you thinking things that you've accomplished in your past and getting caught up in them up in kind them. of you know stops you from seeing what you can potentially do on a bigger scale. Or yeah. yeah. So it's say like, for example, say if I've done. Um, work for a celebrity or something and mm. I think to myself right yeah you know I've done this yeah. and do you think that's going to carry you on forever forever yeah okay. people yeah. who kind of get caught up in the past and yeah. don't look to the future, look to the future. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of legacy thinking in a, in a little in a nutshell um, I can see how that can relate yeah and my second one is um, invest time and money into you your craft if you're doing something that's creative or physical or 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 um something that demands it but me personally i remember thinking right how can i improve my service what more can i do for my clients that i'm not already doing mm. and there was just little tidbits when i would go around people's properties i was like hold up a second why don't i do this why don't i do that mm. let me learn how to actually do this and it's weird, like, sometimes I'll get clients come back to me and be like, oh, you did that the last time you came. Like, that was a really nice touch. And it's just little things like that. Yeah. Like, for example, one thing people don't look at is like, okay, um, like the insides of the kettle. You'll uh, see like, you'll yeah, see like lime scale. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I've, I learned how to basically remove it within about a minute or two. Oh, what? Literally. So, wait, wait, what's the process? <laughs> I'm going to have to... Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. You, know? <laughs> you might need to share some, some secret gems. <laughs> Literally. And it's just little things like that yeah. that, I, that I wouldn't have thought of before that clients actually appreciate. So you improving your own skill set and perfecting your craft yeah. and investing in yourself is probably like the best remedy to stop yourself from falling back into complacency. Mm-hmm. Because once you start letting... Oh no! What I'm doing is enough. It will get me by. Mm. Once you let that mentality get into you, it's too yeah. Mm. It's true, man. Being comfortable is nice, but being too comfortable. Yeah, that's when the problems start. Yeah, yeah. These are phrases you hear people say often, and you never really think that it's legacy thinking, but sometimes it actually is. So these are three phrases you hear often. That's the way we always do it. Ah, ah, ah! Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I get that. The second one is it worked fine the last time might have but things change <laughs> <laughs> and the last one which you, you will definitely hear if it ain't if it ain't if broke it ain't don't, don't fix, don't it. fix it you know what I mean there we go which I do believe in I do believe in it but not, not, not all the time it doesn't I, I apply think, to everything yeah you know what I mean I think I think in, that one's very give and take it like mm. sometimes yes but sometimes no I think business is strange and yeah. I think you always have to be open to the fact that you have to change, change. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that just is it, that's if you can't change your business, your business you is going to You die. should not have a business. If it's if not an adaptable yeah. model. Exactly. Mm. So, um, Especially I mean, if you're, if you're thinking short term, yeah, sure, man, just stick to what you know. Yeah. But long time, long term, nah, man, adapt and, and evolve. <laughs> nah, but like, like an example of that is what Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. People, like, people don't really go into stores anymore. People yeah, don't really buy toys. It's true. Anymore. They really had to change their model. Yeah. Look at Topshop or Arcadia. Arcadia, which is the owner of Topshop, Burton, um, Dorothy Perkins, all of those. The company's going into administration. I didn't even know that. <laughs> because, again, they're not actively trying to change. Mm-hmm. What type of websites do you go on to buy clothes now? Boohoo. Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. You go on to, and um, what is uh, it? What's the, uh, what's the other one? ASOS. ASOS, ASOS yeah. yeah. So people go onto these websites to purchase clothes. Do you ever really go onto Topshop? Never. If I'm in Craig, I might it, pass through. So it. you might go it. to the store and you yeah. might go inside the store. But we already know that the store's dying out. Yeah. So are these places, com- are these businesses complacent? Yeah, no. Um, I feel like a lot of these shops are complacent because, well, not even complacent, but they're just not keeping up with the times. Because when, um, as Walter posted something on his LinkedIn the other day, um, ASOS are actually working. I think they might release it next year, but they're working on um, augmented reality. So you can actually have a model come out from your phone screen and walk around the space you're in modeling the clothes for you to see what? yeah it's that's gonna be cool it's crazy that's... wait so literally um i saw how would that happen on the current phone no it'd probably be on a newer phone yeah but it's so like it's a concept like everyone would be able to just yeah share. it's a but cool concept 
that's that's wicked. That is like, gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's actually See, insane. That kind of so. stuff though, that scares me, man. Yeah, same. Technology. Well, there is technology that's developing. It's, it's like wow, where where's it where gonna go? Gonna, like even the whole oh, what's it um was it was it Amazon talking about uh, delivering through drones? Oh wow! Yeah, was it, was it Amazon? Was it? Yeah, it's Amazon. Yeah. So when I heard about that, I was like, "How is so you you could just be walking down the road, you know, minding your business, and, and then seeing something just with a sixty-inch yeah, TV, yeah, with a little packet up. <laughs> well, nothing, <laughs> nothing extreme like yeah. that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll start off small, but, yeah. but um, just like just the thought of that, you opening your door and seeing a drone flying away, it's just delivered your package. is it's wild. It's so wild. But um, it's cool at the same time. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. cool. Definitely, definitely uh, a bit weird as yeah. well, considering all the films and that are out. But that's that's one mm, area of technology of change. technology coming out trying to trying to end us. Yeah, <laughs> they're obviously thinking of another way, a new avenue to try and help. I guess keep keep the business going in a different way, recreate certain things. So yeah, well, I would like to see how that runs. To be fair, I would like to. Um, so guys another segment I wanted to add into complacency is what are some of the signs um, that people might be unaware of um, complacency forming in terms of like if you're running a business and you don't necessarily know that you're gonna that you're being complacent yeah, yeah. Like, so you're, yeah. you're unaware of it yeah for people who are unaware basically okay cool um, yeah I'd say Failure, well, failure to change. Failure no, to really. change. No, it's definitely failure. Well, we to were just change. speaking about that a second Indept. ago. Um, open to new ideas. If you're not open to new ideas, you can't create new ways of gaining a new audience or marketing yourself. So. Yeah, potentially targeting a demographic mm-hmm. that you didn't necessarily Have think of before, exactly, yeah. or learning new skills. So, mm-hmm. um, did mention that, but I was wondering. You, you mentioned like um, obviously you're going into like laundry mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, I don't know we've spoken previously about like window cleaning as well so are these like the main things that you're trying to do to change your business and trying to just keep it innovative yeah so I feel like there's so many different avenues you can go into and it's just a a matter of okay so for example laundry is something I pretty much do anyway but I was just thinking hold up a second why don't I um, develop it further so certain um, some of my clients who I would go to I would have to do the ironing for example etc so i was like hold up if i'm doing this person's ironing um and most of the time you do the ironing but it's on dirty shirts so you're just thinking why don't i do the the laundry side of things as well you know i'm changing bed sheets etc mm. etc et it mm. kind of makes sense because you're offering like the so whole package the, yeah in terms of the, yeah, package, yeah, yeah exactly because rather than Say for example, if I can, if I offer someone three quarters of everything, but then they outsource the other quarter, I've then lost. Yeah, you're losing out. Yeah. yeah. So why don't I offer the entire, the entire service, service so that they can just, you know? Yeah, it's true. People, people will rather if someone can do everything for them, they'll take that rather than getting the other half for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Rather than having yeah. to deal with two or three mm. different companies at you the same I mean? time. It's, it's, yeah. People like things to be a lot easier. <laughs> so if you can yeah. make it easy for them. I'm guessing you can make a, a yeah. lot more money. Cool. So you can ask a question, yeah? Yeah, so um my question was how did you guys like how did you start pricing your services when you first started off? And uh, what was what was the process you went through when it was necessary to change your rates as well? So initially, um I was just doing market research. I was looking to see how much cleaners in the London area actually uh, plus as well before okay so prior to 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 becoming um a business owner i worked in mental health mm. coming to like the last six months i switched over and started doing a cleaning role at the workplace to yeah, get, experience. get experience and the way the wage they were paying there was criminal <laughs> 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 so i thought okay right if i add x y and z to this that's that's decent um, Wait, do you mean criminal in a bad way or good way? Oh, bad. Oh, bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Very bad. Yeah, certain levels. You can... <laughs> yeah. I won't mention them, but um, <laughs> yeah, no. So I was doing that, um, and then I priced it, and then um, I was speaking to some. I was speaking. I was on a job, and I was speaking to someone that was already a cleaner. They had been a cleaner for a while, and they was like, "That's really low. Pull it up to this is like your starting rate." 
Um, so I was doing that. And then even now, majority of my clients actually pay me more than my rate. So I'm again thinking to bump it up. But I feel like as time goes on and you get more experience, you should obviously have a cap. Mm. I feel like you shouldn't go too far with your prices. Yeah. You shouldn't don't, undercharge don't yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't get too yeah. too green-eyed and think, mm. right, cool, let me charge an arm and a leg. But at the same time, you've got to be able to accurately pinpoint how much you think your craft is worth. So me personally, probably start of next year, I'm going to put my prices up because I feel like what I offer to my customers is off value for them to pay this price. Um, but then at the same time, it's important to understand that it, with upping your price, you are then Xing out yeah. people who could have been... Prior, yeah. Um, client, clientels, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I had that problem. as I had that problem as well. I'd say... Yeah, when you first start off, you have a set price that you think for yourself is, you know, it's not, it's a good price, it's mm. not too cheeky, but it's still kind of what you feel like you deserve. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when you, when I first started, I, I had a set price and then um, people were paying it. So I was like, okay, people were paying the price. But at the same time, they would complain about the price sometimes. Okay. And not want to, like or or pay the price the first time and then when they want to do another one expect a discount or yeah, something they they wanted to drop a bit and because it was early on i i would i'd be like okay i'd drop my prices in it mm. so and I'd, at that point i didn't realize what i was doing so once i understood what i how i needed to price my my products and services then i kind of had to be a little bit more strict on um what, what, what I was going to be given so and then I think once you start meeting new clientele then you kind of understand okay well these people are willing to pay this yeah. for my service so let me stay in this zone more than what I was before and with that is a bit I'd, I'd say because you're used to having a set, amount, a set price before now that you've moved into a new bracket mm-hmm you have to find new clients that are going to pay that. And and in the back of your head, you may not be thinking that you're going to get as much work. So you kind of hesitate, I guess you could say. You kind of hesitate to to even stepping into that new market. But um, what I learned is over the past few years, once you're sure about your product and confident in your abilities of what you can can provide and give to someone then your price what people think of your price shouldn't matter yeah of course because you know your worth and you know how good your product is see that's another thing that I would say um, because when I was uh, when I used to run a clothing line Mm. one thing I noticed was new customers are always willing to pay the full price Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) it's trying to get your existing Mm. client base to to yeah yeah. and that's also it's i guess you can call it a bit of a fear as well because you want to you want to keep them yeah you want to keep them on but you want to go out into a new audience and and test the waters over there but you don't want to lose them exactly that's (laughs) the thing they're they're paying your bills essentially so pretty much um yeah when it when it comes to that it's you have to you have to kind of be real ballsy about it and, and and stand and stand by your choice and when things aren't going to plan once you've made that choice don't backtrack yeah yeah because that's when you're setting yourself up to fail i guess so i learned i learned that from other people as well like other other directors that i speak to and 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 i've built relationships with so um once they've told me certain things and experiences they've had it's um it's helped because when you see it happen to you and and someone's already told them their situation it's like okay well this is clearly a thing so let me let me take on the advice that they've given me and and really stand by it so it's yeah yeah so similar well for me my price point first of all i was an idiot i'm not gonna lie to you i started (laughs) off i I concur stupid (laughs) i started (laughs) mad stupid i build websites that 
Tell them the price. Let's let's let, first, well, let's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, say yeah, first yeah, first of all, let's just well the first price my start off price yeah. when I first started out. Yeah. It's not this price anymore, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started out, disclaimer. My 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 websites were like hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Now I'm charging hundred and fifty pounds, but I'm building websites that are probably about seven, worth seven hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. That's crazy. Come That's on, crazy. <laughs> and now let me give you an example. I'm not trying to throw any shade to to anybody I know yeah. or anybody I've, I've I've seen or I've seen or potentially been associated with, right? But there was a company who got a website built, yeah. right? And the website was shocking. Not by me. I didn't build this. It was oh, a shocking. It was a shock. Yeah, so, through somebody else. It was shocking. And they charged. It was lot. shocking. Like the website looked like something out of 2003. <laughs> I was I, I was like I was like. I was like, in 2019, they paid six hundred pounds. So, you know, at this moment when I realised I'm charging yeah. 150 pounds for websites, I, I had to go outside, look up at the sky, and just be mm. like, "Is this my is life? Is this my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's is true, this my man. life? Because it's at the end true. of the day, why am I? J- I can't. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm trying to help people, but I also need to put food on my table. Help yourself first. Exactly. If we help anyone exactly. else. Exactly. <laughs> Fill your cup, yeah. and then once it's run over, yeah. then you can go and start helping other people. Mm-hmm. Then you can start sharing your drink, you yeah. know. And my whole thing is this: like now, I charge an appropriate rate mm-hmm. for for my services, all services. I don't offer discounts no more, mm. unless of course I've no unless I unless I like you unless I like you unless I like you or it's something you exactly. actually want to be involved in exactly and you feel it's beneficial exactly like certain passion projects and, mm. and whatnot. Then yeah, sure or. Uh, but, Another, another, th- unless of course it's like my job, you know, mm. I do a lot of um, like stuff for uh, my, my bosses now, my mm. directors. So I do a lot of stuff. And in terms of how my full time job has changed over time, that kind of incorporates that as well. So I, I can't really charge them. They maybe mm. do it during my working hours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but smart way around yeah. it. Smart way around smart, it. Smart yeah. way around it. But, um, but yeah, like for me, it's all like I now have to I have to charge this certain rate mm. I have to charge my rate because it's my rate because this is what my value is this is what I believe my value to be if I'm doing something different if I'm doing something for like a large corporate if I'm doing it for a different type of company now the rate might change yeah. but that's also because of the clientele changing so that's just how I've now got to mm. work it but yeah what, what, what was it like for you guys when you first got that big kind of paycheck from from what you're usually used to oh well this is well this i got, I got complacent <laughs> like yeah. i said like i said I like, thought, I how thought, did you feel when you was like wow i can i can potentially like people are willing to pay this for my work oh uh, yeah i think the first time i got paid a large check i started looking up cars <laughs> legitimately i started <laughs> i'm 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 just, this was don't forget this is years ago I started looking up cars. Oh, so I started li- literally like, okay, cool. I'm going to rent this car. I'm going to get it on like a, like a year lease. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like the brand new, I said, yeah, this is me. Thinking, thinking, <laughs> and that's only because obviously now I felt at the time that I was making that this is, this is going to be my life now. Mm. This is just going to yeah. be my rate forever. You were, you were still in exactly. Candyland. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I was, I got, I got very complacent very quickly mm. and I just was like look this this is now me I didn't think okay cool yeah. I need to reinvest this I can sit here and have this there reinvest this I need yeah. this amount to live off of or to use yeah. for like my expenses and stuff I, n- I never thought like that yeah. because at the same time you're sitting there going well and outside yeah. of my paycheck this is the most I've ever received ever yeah. so I think it's yeah I think in that sense it's different because with what I do obviously at that early stage I, I, in order for me to kind of make more money to and to create a better product, I would have to invest in, in the those products. tools mm. because of how you, what you do is slightly different. Yeah. When that first happened to you, it was like, well, wow, like this, this yeah. is, this exactly. is mad. Exactly. So what's, what's the next thing I can kind of do with this money? So you're thinking of other things. Although saying that, I think I was working with you at the time. Mm. So I think we was working um, for that company in yeah. um, West London. Yeah, yeah. And, I think at the time I was outsourcing the video stuff to you. Mm. I didn't have a camera and yeah. I didn't have no utilities whatsoever to be able to actively do some of the stuff. So mm-hmm. I have had to invest. Yeah. And in investing, I've had to learn. And even in terms of like the podcast as well, I've invested money into the software that we use, the equipment right. that gets used. Everything. And 
even just the research that goes into mm-hmm. actually doing something like this and doing it properly mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot yeah, it's, it's, it, is, it, it, it does become quite a lot and then even after that you've got to do even more research mm-hmm. so you've got to research how we can actively get it out there or how you can actively market stuff like this um, just outside of it can't just be a like a, like a talk or mm. it can just be like a, a, a group of people talking but then like you what? want you once you create a product you want to put it somewhere or make it useful you know exactly I mean? and how how can we capitalize on the other bits and bobs that we're doing the other goals that we have and the other activities that we mm. want to do how do we capitalize on all of that so all of these different things are what we're thinking about and what you have to kind of like invest in and all of this is time and it's money it's time and money i think because with me i <clears throat> when i when i invest when i invest money into into myself sometimes i i get a bit excited because i'm like all right well this is the new equipment i'm gonna get and sometimes that's all i'll focus on and forget that there's other stuff i might need to be investing in as well like, and it's because I, whenever i get a lot of money i always think and it has worked in certain situations i always think all right what can i do with this money right now that is going to benefit me like because i will how i see it is i will spend all that money on something if i know i'm able to whatever i'm buying with it is able to flip or double double in, what you're in, currently in, making in what i'm currently making or or, or be added value to that mm-hmm. so i will do that and then when i've got the item and i look back at things at my whole my whole equipment and things i'm looking i'm looking at it like wow hold on this battery stopped working um this this light panel was a bit dodgy and <laughs> and then i'm thinking all right well these things are kind of adding up so was it yeah, necessary to, it was it to was it really necessary expense? to do the large expense so i think once i understood that i maneuver i moved in a in a slightly different way but i still was aware like okay if because you know when you get some of it if, if i don't get it now something else is going to come up and I'm going to have to pay for that. Yeah. And I possibly might not get that until later down the line when it's something I, I need currently. So I yeah. always kind of assess that situation and, and think what's best for now and later on. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So. What about you? Yeah, for me, um, I've always been someone who's good with money. So um, what really helped is when I had a sit down with my accountant I already in my head knew how I want my money to run. Mm. Like, I've always been that way. I'm someone who's very uh, meticulous. I like to know how things are going to work, how things are going to run or else I I can't be at peace. I I don't have peace of mind if I don't know how things are going to work. So I always knew, right, I wanted to have money for this and money for that. Personal business need to be separate. So when I had that big sum of money come in, I was like, cool, that's for the business. My wage is just going to mm. come out. Just build up the business account. Basically. Like, it sounds boring, but <laughs> literally yeah. that's what I did. Because obviously I have plans further along down the line. So I was like, right, cool. I need to kickstart it now. I need to get myself into the habit of, of doing this. So it just then becomes routine. So I don't dip into that money yeah. for anything other than business purposes. Yeah. So like Diallo was saying sometimes like a, there could be a new product out on the market or something and I'm like yeah, yeah. can't wait to test this out or <laughs> at least you didn't have the money in the business yeah. account to be able to to fund that. it yeah exactly no yeah so that's like that's sort of how my mindset works now mm. I'm a lot more along that sort of mindset now especially in terms of like when I'm doing like the website building and stuff like that there's mm. different like applications and stuff that I need if I'm researching different plugins and stuff now it's a case of sitting down and making sure I've got that or making sure that I've put money aside in the business account to be able to just quickly go and get that. Especially when I'm speaking to a lot of clients, I'm speaking to a lot of potential clients that want certain things. So like bookings, calendars and other bits and bobs that I input into these websites, payment systems as well. All these things cost money. So Mm. making sure that you've got the finances to be able to cover that cost, at least initially, especially because imagine you've never tested this before, you've never used it before, and then you've got to implement it, and then it's the wrong thing, and you spent that money. Yeah. <laughs> Plus as well, yeah. just to just to touch onto it, everyone's at different stages of their businesses, and for me, I solely rely on myself. If, if, if I don't have money in my business account, 
I can't pay myself a wage, which means I therefore go without. Yeah. So. And you can't pay your staff. Exactly, I can't pay staff. I can't do anything. So if I don't yeah. have money in my business account, I don't have a business. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So I've got to think on a on a bigger perspective. I've got to think on a bigger scale where it's like, right, if there's nothing in there, I've essentially just killed my business. Yeah. <laughs> I extent mm. EcoFresh does not exist. Yeah. So. I've got to be very careful with with what this money goes on. So I've literally got a list that it's acceptable for money to come up for this, that, and the third. Nothing else. Like, mm. That's just how. You, because when you've got a job, so for example, in your situation, you're okay because you, you you have a you have a job. You work for yourself, so you have you have two sets of income essentially. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like. It's the one set. It's just the income. one set. Of income, yeah, yeah, it's just that one set of income. Yeah. If I mess that up through my own bad habits, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm saying. When 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 the large when because obviously I was getting paid consistently mm. at the time, and this, this again I reiterate it's a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so so when I was getting paid a few years ago and doing this, it was at the time obviously. From a fin- like from a financial standpoint, I was like, well, I can put this amount aside, yeah. but then I can go and do this. I can go and get this. This doesn't even relate to my business, but you know what? <laughs> I, I can. Those this, Gucci this is- loafers. <laughs> Whoa! Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know about those. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but, but 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 you see what I mean? Yeah. And it's been a learning process. For, for me, definitely. Over the years, uh, well, we've seen it from like season one. Financial mm-hmm. has definitely been a process, and I think um, managing cash flow, managing like expenditure, making sure you're cha- like you choose what you're spending your money on as well is is, is really important. This is a good one. What's the reason you do what you do? What's the reason? We, yeah. What's the We've, what's we've the kind of answered that already. We've kind of we've answered that. that in a previous well, episode, well, but we, now we've covered oh, yeah. it in season However, one. However, now it's a case of you answering you, the question. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Put me, put me in the spotlight. Okay. Um, why do I do what I do? Um, I feel like I do it because it's not the same thing each time. It's always something new, although it's the same. Uh, I guess you could say genre, or um, but yeah, every time I do something, it it feels different. Like a different yeah, concept. It feels or... like a different concept, a new idea, a new experience. And I feel like for myself, I I thrive off things like that. Like those, that's something that is is very important to me. And if I feel like I'm doing too much of the same thing, I either get bored. Or I lose focus, or I'm not, or it's not creatively pushing me to the next level. So I feel like this this field that I'm in allows me, although it's the same thing, camera or whatever, um, it allows me to tap into different areas, giving me new experiences and understanding of um, of what it's like to 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 carry out these these tasks and projects and and I think it's it because it's all down to my what well, partially my ideas and things it gives me that freedom to experiment with things and and try things out that i wouldn't usually do so um and i think i've always been i know i knew from the beginning i might have not i might have not been aware of it at times but i always knew from the beginning that i was very hands-on with things and i like to create things and build uh, something that's that's different. So I've always, I guess I've taken that into this, and because it gives me that freedom to to be creative and and put my own personal touch on it. That's what I like. I like looking at something and thinking, yeah, I did that, I made that. And although people are doing the same thing, they're never going to do it in the same way you do it. Mm. So and your and once you can identify and other people can identify your line of work and your style, I feel like that's even better because now they're appreciative of what you do or just aware of your work and they can spot it as soon as they see it. You know what I mean? Mm. So cool. And um, for those who don't follow you or don't know about you, 
Do you want to plug your social De-velop media handles? Develop Media. <laughs> How do you spell it? So that's D. So it's, it's spelled Develop Media as normal, but with two E's. So D double E E Develop Media. All one word. Cool. And is that on every platform? What platforms are those? Uh, so that's Instagram. Uh, I've got a Vimeo account. Currently working on a website. Vimeo account has got all my work on. Um, so you can check out my videos and stuff. And uh, yeah, my Instagram. I don't use Snapchat per se. Um, but I have got a, I've got a Facebook one. It's an old one, but I, um, I'm updating that at the moment. Uh, but yeah, most uh, definitely Instagram. Um, yeah. Check, check me out on Instagram just, or email developmedia at gmail.com <laughs> cool 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 so I think we're gonna wrap this one up so um, do you wanna just end off say thank you for listening or something like that something along those lines yeah Yellow. oh well let you wrap up for us <laughs> well it was it was an experience to be a part of it you know first time it's good I feel like things like this is needed from time to time you know, people can come together, discuss discuss certain things that they're they're doing, and um, just hear what each each person has to say, and learn different ways in you, which you can apply that to yourself or your business. Or yeah, I think discussions like these is is, is definitely needed. Mm. So it's, it's it's a good thing. Glad I could be a part of it. <laughs> nah, that's good, yeah, man. You, you'll see me again sometime. <laughs> definitely, most definitely. So um, from all of us here, we will see you next time. See you, see you, see you episode two. Yeah.